Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the walk for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I certainly do count it an honor and a privilege to be here with all of you on this episode number 247 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we have a podcast on the go with a situation I'm sure that some of you all have dealt with. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with the inner dialogue and capturing every thought. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So in preparing for our conversation today, I needed to do a little in the way of background. You all know how much I enjoy that. When it And the background is when it comes to our brains and thoughts, and that's where our conversation is coming from today. So in doing some research, it is believed that the magnificent human brain is able to hold one million gigabytes of information. That is our storage capacity. I know it may not feel like that may not seem like that. That is how the Lord has made us. And to get even more granular, one million gigabytes of information equates to around three million shows of television if your brain was a DVR. So that's quite a bit of information to be able to hold and process. Now, in that same vein, BCU fam, there was a study done through Healthline.com, and it was done a couple of years ago, and in that study, it is believed that people have about 6,000 thoughts a day, 6,000. Now, as I bring this to all of us, in that 6,000 thought process, some of our thoughts are random. And random musings are like, hmm, I wonder what that noise was that 
I just heard in the background of Blend's podcast. Or it's feeling a little warm in here. I wonder what the temperature is outside. Now, some of those 6,000 thoughts could also be more tactical things that need to be done. For example, oh, I've got to go by the dry cleaners today and pick up my clothing. Or I need to make sure that I make an appointment to get my oil changed. Even still past that, some of those thoughts can be thoughts that don't come from God. And if they don't come from God, they're coming from the enemy. And they can actually manifest themselves into feelings that don't line up with the word of God. Let me give you an example. Now, in a previous podcast, and I'll link it in the, in the show notes, I had mentioned that I'm the type of person that likes to get all of my errands and chores and things done during the week as much as possible so that I can enjoy weekends. Weekends are short and they are often very busy. So if I happen to get any downtime, I don't necessarily want to have to do any sort of errands, chores, anything like that. Now, it just so happened that there was a time where I had done everything I needed to do during the week and was just doing some general tidying up after getting some breakfast and thought, okay, this is a great time for me to just get a quick snooze in. I, I was excited about that. So as I was preparing to get ready to rest, a thought popped into my mind and a person actually was in that thought. And this particular person is notorious <laughs> for asking for favors and, and to doing things when it's time to rest. It just seems like whenever there's downtime, this person pops up like the whack-a-mole game. And we thank God for them. That's just what happens. And as I was musing on that thought, it occurred to me that the person and I would have to have a conversation because this was not going to be a good day for me to do anything other than what I had planned to do. Now, let me just say this, BCU fam, certainly in an emergency situation or when there's ministry involved, that's one thing. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't, we should, we should not break our plans for that. What I'm saying in this case is, is that uh, this particular individual, God bless them, they often just leave things undone and then they need help getting them done. And it's, it's not an emergency. Let's just put it that way. So in my mind, I'm preparing to have this conversation. So the person uh, says to me, hey, Glenn, I, I, could you please do such and such for me? I, I need to, you to do that right away. And I would say, well, I have plans today, so I, I cannot accommodate your request. Well, I, I really need your help to get this done because I have so many things on my to-do list to take care of. And part of the list is, is that I have to go to this place. I have to see this person. I have to do these things. I have to do these things. And I know that you're probably free. And I'd like to just you to just help me out with this this thing. It would really help me. And I would say, well, listen, I understand that you have several things to take care of. And I, I respect that. What I do is get my things done during the week so that I can enjoy 
my weekend. And in my mind, I am trying to tell this person that you ought to consider doing the same thing. So the person says, oh, well, I don't have time for that. And I retort, well, I understand your busyness is more about managing your time effectively. What I have found that works well for me is just staying away from television and from my telephone, especially when it comes to social media, because that gobbles up a lot of our time that could be better spent taking care of things. Well, just just do this for me. This is the person. Well, just just do this, and you know, then I can go on with what. And then I say, excuse me. Now my voice is starting to raise. Excuse me. Well, listen, you don't know what I have on my agenda today. You don't know what time I get up and the things that I have to take care of. And it's really not fair for me to have to do your work because you didn't. And then we start to go back and forth. So as I am entertaining this conversation and, and going back and forth, BCU fam, I start to feel irritated in my spirit towards this individual. And the irritation and the anger and frustration because this person is not listening to me is mounting to the point where, you know, I can start to feel that my heart is racing a little bit and I am angry. <laughs> I am angry. So as I am quibbling with this person, the Lord interrupts and asks a question. Why are you having this conversation and BCU fam I had to stop because the conversation was not real it was an imaginary fictitious hypothetical no sort of credibility type of conversation and here I am getting worked up in my mind which has trans also translated to where my body, where I, I, I can feel my heart racing and anger. And as the Lord brought that to my attention, it magnified the fact that the thought that started this whole conversation did not originate from God and was designed to keep me focused on the emotions that I was feeling and to create division and strife with someone who I had not even had a conversation with. Do you all see that? And I know that somebody is with me where you've had these conversations in your mind before. And what can happen if we're not careful is, is that that can, that can cause problems, BCU fam. And, and a lot of situations, a lot of problems, a lot of strife can be avoided if we would get our thought life in order. It's not just about what we say. That's important. And I talk about that quite often. It's also about what we are thinking. That's important because our actions start in the mind and that vast, wonderful brain that we have. Now, in order for us to get these 6,000 thoughts, and not all 6,000 thoughts are going to be ones that come from the enemy. So to get those that do come from the enemy under control, we have to recognize those. Now, we can't stop the thoughts from dropping into our minds. What we can do is that we can really pay attention to 
what is coming across and sift it through the word of God. Let's talk about that. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Now, it's important to read verses 1 through 4 to get the context for the purpose of this podcast. And for time's sake, I won't go through uh, those first four verses. And, and I'm in the car also. But suffice it to say that Paul had been teaching the Corinthians uh, and false teachers had crept in and started to refute what Paul was saying. And Paul was, once somebody gives you a, a false narrative and you start to think on and entertain that it starts to come out in actions and Paul was trying to let the Corinthian church know that what was coming across was not proper and it wasn't lining up with the doctrine of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so with that to wit he says in verse number five casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So there were three things that he said. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So those two together and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, if we go back, BCU fam, to my story in the first part of that verse that says casting down imaginations. Imaginations in the Greek definition is thoughts, reasonings, arguments. In my mind, I was arguing with someone. It wasn't an actual conversation. It wasn't a biblical confrontation. I am arguing with that person over a imaginary request going back and forth. And not just that, BCU fam, sometimes we'll have conversations with people. And I know that we like to, you know, think it through. Maybe you've had a conversation with someone at work or you had a row with a family member or a friend. And I know that sometimes we like to think through those types of things. And there's nothing wrong with that. When we start to replay the conversation over and over again and, and change up what happened and I should have said this and if they had said this, I would have said that. Those are these arguments and imaginations that we're not to stay focused on. Now, it's okay to do a replay to see what you could have done differently and asking the Lord those types of questions. That's one thing. But to actually go back and redo the argument in your mind, that is not of God. And I'm going to explain that a little bit more as we go along. So those are the imaginations that we have to cast down. That means that we have to actively uh, take those out of our mind. Amen. So we're not dwelling on that. And then also, Paul says, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So my feelings toward that person were my own it's my own inner dialogue. It's my finite mind, and it's not lining up with what God says. As a matter of fact, how I was feeling, the anger and the irritation and the confusion 
and the furiousness and all that I was feeling, that, that's not God. Now, some of you all are saying, well, the Bible says to be angry and sin not. And we can be angry. What was I? We, the conversation never happened. <laughs> and how I started to feel toward that person was that I wanted to pull away from them. I wanted to cut them out of my life. And those were the thoughts that were coming into my mind. So that division is not of God. Now, if it was a situation where something had actually happened and the Lord said, okay, well, you know, I, you want to forgive this individual and then, you know, you're not going to maintain a relationship with them. Different story. That wasn't it, BCU fam. That was not it at all. So I hadn't consulted God. I hadn't talked to him about this. All this was going on in my mind because of a thought that the enemy had planted. So how I was feeling toward this person and what I was going to do in terms of the relationship between myself and the person was against what God said. So we have to, again, every high thing, we've got to cast that down. That exalts itself against what God says. So if the thought is contrary to what the word of God is telling us, that needs to be cast down as well uh, in our minds. All right. And then it says also bringing into captivity every thought unto the obedience of Christ. And what that means is, is that any time that something comes across our minds and we can't control that, we need to capture that. Lord, I thank you in here today. We need to capture that thought and bring it into subjection or obedience to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So when we are dealing with the co-worker that gives us a hard time and we feel like we want to verbally attack them. And in some cases, some may feel like, you know what, I need to, to really let them know how I'm feeling with a little physicality. Uh, those thoughts will come into our minds. We have to bring that into captivity, right? We've got to capture that and bring it to the obedience of Christ because the scriptures tell us that if we have an enemy and at the time that person is an enemy, what are we to do? We are to love our enemies. We are to bless those that curse us. We are to do good to those that hate us and to pray for those that despitefully use and persecute us that we may be called children of our father which is in heaven who makes his rain and sunshine to fall on the just and the unjust and i'm paraphrasing and that's from matthew chapter 5 i'll write around verses number 43 to 45 somewhere around in that area so if i have that word of god down in me bcu fam what's going to happen is that though when those thoughts come of wanting to speak out of turn to someone or to mistreat them, I need to replace those thoughts with the word of God because the word of God is not going to contradict itself. The word of God is not going to tell me to mistreat someone. Amen? The word of God may tell me to confront them and to deal with them the right way, but it's not going to tell me to mistreat the individual. So it's not going to tell me to continue to argue with the individual. So there's where we need to replace our thoughts and to bring those into captivity. And that's why it's so important for us to have the word of God down on the inside. And the other thing to think about is, is that with so many thoughts that pop up in our minds, it behooves us, BCU fam, to make sure that we are thinking on the right types of things. 
And this is where Paul gives us great instruction coming from the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse number 8. It's a familiar passage of scripture, uh, one of my favorites, and this is a thought sifter. Paul says, finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, if they're honest, if they are just, if they are pure, if they are lovely, and if they are of a good report, if there's any virtue, and if there's any praise, these are the things that we should be thinking on. So we can think on the great time that we had, you know, with the family over the weekend. We can think on how the Lord has delivered us from particular things. We can think on the fact that everything may not be the way that I want it to right now, but I'm looking for the Lord to work it out because there's some there's there's truth in that there's praise in that lord i thank you hallelujah we can think on the fact that we are here and that in him we live and we move and we have our being we can think on the fact that maybe someone has not treated us the right way maybe they are not speaking well of us but we can think on the fact that Luke chapter 18, verse number one, reminds us that men always ought to pray and not to faint, that we can do that. And then that same scripture goes on to say that our Lord will avenge his very elect that cry out to him day and night, as, as Jesus told the story of the unjust judge. So we can rest in the fact, we can think on the fact that the Lord is going to take care of that and that we can focus on taking care of what we need to for him. We can thank God for every little thing that he has allowed us to, to experience in this life and that it's all going to work together for good. We can thank God for being able to breathe, to being able to see. There are so many things that we can think on that do not take us to a place where, where we're feeling that we want to hate on an individual. There are things that we can think on that are not going to take us to a place where we're angry with someone for just our thought process or we continue to be angry and unforgiving towards someone that may have hurt us, BCU fam. If we entertain the wrong types of thoughts, they eventually manifest themselves in how we speak and how we act. So this is why it's important for us to make sure that we are putting Philippians chapter four, verse number eight into effect in our lives. I will say to you all that it's always easy and it always feels good to do that. And this is where we have to ask the Lord to help us to let go of whatever it is that we're thinking and what we're feeling and give it to Jesus. And once we release it to him, he will help us to have our minds in the right place. You know, David also reminds us uh, in Psalm 19, verse number 14, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. If we find that what we're thinking on would not be acceptable to the Lord, then that means we need to take it to him and ask him to take that away. And that is all part of that casting down process and bringing thoughts in 
into captivity into the obedience of Christ. Amen. Amen, BCU fam. Uh, this was a tough one. This is a tough one, BCU fam. But with God, we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. We can. So I am curious to know what your thoughts are about what we've talked about today. So if you're not already on the blankcouragesyou.com site, please make your way there. Uh, go down to our comments section and let's continue our conversation. Well, BCU fam, I've got to wrap it up. Once again, this is Blend from blankcouragesyou.com here signing off. Thank you so much for your listening and for your prayerful support and Lord will. And until the next time we're together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you stay on the walk.